Tell me what you gonna do, what you gonna do. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do, what you gonna do when they come for you? <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Newly Made Podcast. I'm your host, the Keith Master, Keith Meister. <laughs> you know, at this point, just whatever name flies. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, but back with another episode here. Figured I'd make another one here for everybody. Because I know how much some people like it. You know, but before I uh, continue, I just want to say anyone who uh, was who watched the uh, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury three, it was the build up was worth it. It was arguably one of the best fights all year round, and arguably could be the best fight in recent history in boxing. You know, um. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder both are extremely well put together heavyweights and both of them are very significant in what is known as boxing today. You know, and I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Deontay Wilder, you know, because despite uh, unfortunately him losing by a knockout. Was it knockout or was it TKO? Despite him being unfortunately losing by knockout, you know, we still have to give credit where credit is due, you know, because Wilder took many uh, big shots and he continued to get up and he continued to show heart, you know, which really shows he really is a true champion at heart, you know. Even though I wasn't really the biggest Deontay Wilder fan, you know, I still respected him just because as a fighter, you know, he he really was sensational, you know, and him and Tyson Fury put up such a great fight, you know, it, it was such a interesting fight too, because, you know, I'm a huge Tyson Fury fan, you know, I think Tyson Fury is one of the most influential figures in sports right now, you know, just in terms of um, all the things that he's went through, you know, and a lot of stuff that he stands for. You know, he truly is one of... He's like the mo the modern-day Muhammad Ali, basically. You know? And I can't deny it. You know, he's on his way to unifying all the belts again. Which I'm sure will happen soon. Because, unfortunately, um, due to them, some things, he uh, had all of his belts. Or m most of them taken from him. Well, and him versus, and him and Deontay Wilder versing each other for three times, like, that is just, that's crazy. It really is crazy, because I remember the first fight and stuff like that. Anyone who uh, is big into boxing, you know, remembers Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder one. It was one of the, like, arguably, once again, the best fight of that year in the heavyweight division. Because, like, I remember uh, me being, still being a huge Tyson Fury fan. Right, 
And I remember a friend of mine was a huge Deontay Wilder fan. So the fact that both of them were going at each other, you know, it was good for us because we got to watch our favorite fighters go into box, go into the ring to face each other off, you know. And uh, it was interesting nonetheless because I remember uh, <laughs> my friend put, uh, what was it, he like, he put like, 50 bucks or like something like that on the table and he's like i bet you any i'll bet you that uh deontay wilder is gonna knock out fury and he's gonna win right so i, I was like okay right so i put uh some money down and i was like i bet you 50 bucks that uh tyson fury is gonna win <laughs> right so you know, the fight keeps going, right? And it's such a box office fight. You know, both Wilder and Deontay are literally just like, even though I think Tyson Fury was the better fighter in the first fight, you know, I don't I don't think that draw should have been a draw. I think the ref that, uh, or I think the judge, I meant that, uh, called it a draw was definitely smoking some pretty heavy kush. You know, if they th if they thought for one second that that fight was a draw, because almost the entirety of the media and basically everyone who watched that fight agreed that Tyson Fury, hands down, was dominating the fight. You know, it's uh, Deontay. And Fury were just going at it, man. Like, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. Crazy stuff, man. Like, absolutely crazy stuff. And I think it was then the 12th round came around, right? And Deontay hit Tyson up with a beautiful setup. And he basically knocked him out flat. And Tyson went back on the, his back was literally on the canvas. And he was knocked out for a brief period. He was knocked out for a brief couple seconds. And I remember my friend just laughing at me, standing up, saying, I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> and he's just laughing at me, right? And he, so he goes into into his kitchen, right, to grab a few beers, right? And then when he comes back, the fight's still going. You know, because what happens is uh, Tyson Fury got knocked out. But then he came to life like the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell, you know, and he came back and then he he won he won the rest of the round right which was crazy you know but my friend comes back and originally he thinks that it's a replay and he's like oh well, they, they're playing a replay and i was like no tyson fury got back up and he just all of a sudden his heart just sunk and he was like what and we both sat down right and then after the fight ended you know they called it a draw so none of us got the money that we put down you know because nobody won so we were like wow <laughs> you know personally i think they somebody i think somebody paid the ref off because in boxing it's more believable in boxing you know i think somebody paid the ref off because you know they have two undefeated heavyweights going at it for the championship excuse me and if both are undefeated 
you know, they put a draw on both their records so they can make money and they can make more money off of a second fight, you know, which is basically what they did. You know, but the second fight, Tyson Fury, uh, <laughs> he pissed off a lot of promoters because he made sure that the fight wasn't going to go the distance. And then the second fight was even more brutal because Tyson Fury was ready. And then the second fight, he won by a seventh round knockout. And then the third fight, which was just, oh man, it was a beautiful fight by two beautiful fighters. And it was just, I give Deontay nothing but props for the way he kept going, you know. And I give nothing but respect and love to Tyson Fury just because he truly is the undisputed heavyweight king of boxing. And I don't think there's anyone as of right now that is going to change that. Because, like, yeah, it was, it was nuts. Because me and my friend, uh, me and my friend Dayton, right, we were uh, talking on Skype. And uh, me and him were watching the third fight, and uh, while uh, we were live streaming it, and I remember both me and him were just like, "Bro, bro, bro!" <laughs> you because know, Deontay gets knocked down a couple times, and then I think in the fourth round, third or fourth round, then Tyson Fury gets dropped twice, one of which was because he lost his balance. The other one was he just took a clean, hard shot, and he just, he his body just had to go down for a sec. You know, and it was just such a beautiful fight, and then uh, the 11th round, you know, you know, eventually by the 11th round, Deontay Wilder was just too tired, and he couldn't hang on anymore, and Tyson just ended him with a beautiful right right hook, and it was just, oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. Best fight all year, man. Best fight all year. I remember uh, reading the comments, and this dude tried saying that the Jake Paul fight against Tyrone Woodley was a... Uh, was one of the best fights, and I was just like, get, get real. <laughs> until, uh, until Jake Paul actually starts fighting, like, real competition, you know, and actually goes pro, you know, then I might take him seriously, but now he's basically, um... You know, because what it is, is there's so much money in boxing now, right? So, and because uh, he basically controls his own promotion, you know, which in a way is a good way, right? Because he controls his own uh, promotion, right? And he makes sure that the fight goes into his favor. So when the fight happens, he has the best chance at winning more than his opponent does. Which is honestly why I uh, don't like any of his fights. Basically, the guy is just fighting a bunch of retired athletes. <laughs> you know? Retired athletes that haven't boxed at all. 
you know, like MMA fighters, like sure, like you could say they've boxed, right? But the difference between a boxer and an MMA fighter is an MMA fighter is more well-rounded, and then a boxer, you know, they only obviously they only fight with their fists, you know. So when you take two martial artists and only relegate them to one form of fighting, you know, especially if these individuals are in their 40s and have been retired for two plus years, easy fight, easy fight. You know, I heard rumor that uh, he wants to fight Canelo Alvarez, which... Jake Paul, if you're listening to this, because I know you're not, because I know you're not listening to this, because my podcast is literally just a tiny little, it's not even a piss puddle, it's like a little raindrop, <laughs> not even in the question, but if some, in some miraculous miracle that uh, you do somehow listen to this, you're an absolute joke, you are an absolute joke, and I'm surprised people are taking you seriously. Uh, normally I try not to be that negative towards people, but it's just, you know, like the dude is just, because he's pretty toxic himself, you know, but yeah. But yeah, anyway, though, if anyone, uh, I recommend that uh, if anyone's into it, into the or if anyone's a fan of Tyson Fury, we seen one of the best fights in Deontay Wilder versus Fury 3. I remember like when Tyson Fury got knocked down twice, I was like, no way, right? And it was just like, holy, twice in one round, like it was like, it looked like it was going to be an upset. And I was just like, no. Then he got back up and he got his bearings together. And then he basically controlled the fight from there. And it was like, damn. Because, like, that's, like, one thing about Tyson Fury, right? So <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you know, like, he doesn't look like an athlete at all, right? He even said it himself. It's a disgrace to call him an athlete. You know, he's just a chunky, fat guy who knows how to box, right? But the best part about it, right, is there's 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 actually sweet science to Tyson Fury. You know, because the dude, right, he always comes in really heavy. You know, all of his opponents will be in, like, the best shape of their lives. And here he is, just this chunky, ape-looking guy. And then he just outboxes everybody. Like it's nuts. He's got he's got such a strange build too. Yeah, like he he's got like such a small torso. Like he's got like a spider sized torso. <laughs> like his body's so slow, and he's just got like these big ass gorilla arms. You know, like he he's literally he almost looks like a like a, an orangutan with long legs. Like it's actually scary. You know, plus the dude weighs like almost three hundred pounds. So like when you're fighting the dude. You know, he's always going to be like 40 to 50 pounds heavier than you. So you can imagine all that just weighing down on you. 
you know, and then on top of that, you're getting tired, and then he knows you're getting tired, and then he weighs you down again, and then he just pops up and hits you with a right, and then next thing you know, boom, you're out like a light. Say goodnight. Hopefully you'll be alright. <laughs> But yeah, craziness, man, craziness. Crazy. Absolute craziness. But no, yeah. Congratulations to Tyson Fury, though. Yeah, the dude's been, dude literally came back from hell itself. And now, he, like I said, he's on his way to winning all the belts back. In the heavyweight division. Plus the dude is like undefeated too. Which is nuts because. It's crazy man. It's crazy. Actually, you know what? I've got an idea. Let's see here. Okay, is this thing on? Yeah, I think it's on. Yeah, it's on. Okay. Been practicing my guitar a little bit, so I figured I'd lighten up the mood and kind of give a little tune. Excuse me, shit. I gotta stop doing that. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty interesting. So my uncle had an electric guitar at his house for a couple of years, and I remember he uh, said he was gonna give it to me, right? But I always got caught up in stuff, and I kept forgetting. So like for a couple of years, you know, he still had it at the house until like recently on Thanksgiving here. You know, he asked me if I still wanted it. And I said, sure, why not? Right, and it was pretty funny. So he says, oh yeah, whenever you're available, come grab it, right? So I was like, okay, sweet. So then the next morning rolls around, and I hear a knock on the door, right? So I go outside, <laughs> and my uncle's already leaving the driveway. He's like, oh, you are awake. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's just like, oh yeah, I left you a present in the garbage can. So, <laughs> so I look, right, and, um, and, uh, yeah, he left it in the gar- he, uh, put it in the, in the garbage can. And it's a pretty nice guitar. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it is a pretty nice guitar.
Okay, I'm pretty sure I have it plugged in. Yeah, it should be plugged in. Was well, it not plugged in all the way, maybe? Sorry for the silence. This is a uh... okay. Yeah, that's weird. Oh shit. Uh, oh yeah, my uh, headset accidentally cut out there. My bad. Okay, well, it looks like it's not going to work, but that's okay. I'll just do it the old-fashioned way. Here we go. Having an, uh, an acoustic guitar is interesting because, you know, I think, like, for beginners, acoustics are nice. Also, too, because most acoustics have, like, steel strings, so, you know, they add a little bit more pressure. So it uh, helps build a callus on your uh, fingertips, which is good for guitar playing because it makes it a lot easier to actually push the, uh, the strings down. You know, because like, acoustics have more of a natural sound, right? Well, electric thing I like, like about electric is electric technically is actually more easier to pick up and play because when you have different sound effects that you can use for it, and like speakers and like overdrive and like things like that. It makes it a little more um, fun to play around with, right? thing I really like about the, uh, the acoustic though, right, is, you know, it's uh, more easier to carry around, you know, and... Uh, best part about it too right is like i said it has that natural sound to it so when you go out in public somewhere or wherever you know it's just naturally loud unlike uh an electric where an electric is really only loud if you have it plugged in but yeah so here we go
There we go. Yeah, it's a little something, but kind of, I don't know, I kind of sucked a little bit, but that's okay. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, because I was talking about it in my last episode. I was thinking of, like, having, like, different intros because I want to have, like, uh, better intros for the uh, the podcast now. figure if I have, like, guitar stuff in it or just music in general kind of lightens the mood a little bit. You know, because... You know, kind of what I want for the the podcast is, you know, when uh, when people when people um, tune in to listen to it, you know, I want to have like interesting things to talk about, you know. But more importantly, I also want to, you know, create an atmosphere where uh, when people listen, you know, they feel comfortable. But not only do they feel comfortable. You know, but they can also relate. You know, like say somebody's having a bad day at work, you know, like they uh, turn on my podcast and they hear like Fortunate Son playing in the background or whatever, you know. You know, I kind of want to feel like I can vibe with this, you know, maybe something to fall asleep to or whatever. The whole idea is just, you know, to create, um, because I always go off about positivity, right, but... That's just my main goal, right? It's just to create a positive atmosphere that, um, you know, people can be entertained in. But more importantly, you know, I also want to feel that, uh, make people feel welcomed as well. You know? Because I know what it feels like, you know, to be a guy that, you know, can't relate to anyone, you know, because all those people who were, like, bullied in high school, and more importantly, all the people who were just going through a tough time in general, you know, it's hard to find people who can relate, you know, because not everybody, you know, knows what it's like to walk in certain people's shoes. You know, that's kind of how I felt. Uh, For the longest period of time, I really couldn't relate to anyone, you know, because I was going through my own shit. You know, and I felt just so alone half the time. You know, sometimes I still do feel really alone, but, you know, I've learned to uh, accept it for what it is. You know, and because I learned to accept it, you know, I taught myself not to let it conquer me mentally or physically. You know, because sure, it's a personal battle that I deal with every day, right? But nonetheless, you know, there's different alternatives and different things that I do. You know, that I'm just really passionate about, you know. And because, you know, I developed that passion, you know, no matter how alone I feel or you know, how depressed I feel, or et cetera, et cetera. You know, I always have that passion that I'm comfortable with. You know, the passion that I'm happy with. You know. So, it's just kind of for all those people out there, you know, who are having a rough day, or more than that, you're, you know, you're having, you're, you're, you got, you hit a point in your life where, 
things are just really difficult, right? And it's hard to relate to anybody, but it's also hard to just, you know, be open with somebody. You know, and if you have somebody, you know, be open with them. You know, because you don't want to let um, negative emotion or things like that build up. You know, because it's like a bottle. You know, if you keep the tap running long enough, eventually it's going to overflow and make a mess. You know. And you don't want to... <laughs> right? It's going to overflow and make a mess. You know? And you, you don't want your mind to be a big mess. You know? You want, you want, you want your mind to be a pure, clean environment. You know, because in a pure, clean environment, you know, it's more easy to think because things are more rearranged or things are things are more into place. Kind of just going off, but hopefully you guys know what I mean. You know, because the mind, the mind is truly... Uh, a great thing to be grateful for you know and you want to treat your mind the same way you treat your car basically you know every once in a while you know you want to clean your mind out rid it of all that negativity and dirt and useless stuff that's just stuck in there you know because eventually, you know, eventually you crack up. And when you crack up, right, you snap at people. And when you snap at people, you know, it's not a good thing. You know, because I understand, like, that, you know, people go through their own trials and tribulations, right? But at the end of the day, you know, as an individual, it is your it's your responsibility to um, to accept. But more importantly, to um, acknowledge that... Uh, if there is something wrong with you, you know, it's something that you have to deal with yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help at all. But in a battle where, you know, you feel like you're mentally at your end, you know, you have to keep fighting and keep moving forward. You know, because there's always light at the end of the tunnel, but more importantly, there's always, there's always better stuff ahead. You know, if that is what you truly want. You know, because if you want, if you want the best things, right? Then you truly have to want those things for them to happen, you know. Kind of like, what was that, like, uh, what was that fucking thing Shia LaBeouf said, just do it, or something like that. <laughs> I remember, like, that thing being a meme in school. It's like, just do it. What was he said? There, I'm not going to lie, like, there was, there was actually, there was supposed to be some wisdom behind that, but it just, unfortunately, um, people kind of just turned into, well, in all honesty, he kind of turned it into a meme himself, but. Basically, what I'm trying to say is what he was trying to say, you know, like, 
just do it. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, cause it's definitely it's definitely not easy dealing with mental illness. You know, as somebody who has members in my family who also have mental illness, you know, it's uh it's something that is really hard to deal with, right? But it can be dealt with, you know. You just can't let it um you can't let it control you and dictate who you are and what you want to do. You know, no matter how hard things get, you know, it's you have to learn to to keep fighting through it. You know, because for me, for example, because uh, when I used when I was in school, I'm sure I talked about it in previous episodes, but when I was in school, you know, I was bullied a lot. You know, I was tormented a lot physically and mentally, you know, by my peers, mentally by some uh, teachers as well, you know, and it just wasn't a good environment for me, you know, like every time I walk in there, you know, it was just like, you know, because I, I would purposely skip school or pretend to be sick just so I wouldn't have to go back there. No. And every time I did, you know, like it was just, it was a mental struggle and a mental battle. And it was tough. It really was tough. You know, it definitely really was tough. But at the end of the day, you know, I needed to finish school, right? Because I think one of my greatest achievements was finishing school. I, I firmly believe that if I would have dropped out by that time, then they would have won. The teachers would have won. Everyone who uh, doubted me would have won, right? And I couldn't let that happen. You know, I wanted to be the dude that goes through all the bullshit and comes out on top, you know, which is what happened. You know, I believe I came out on top, you know, because I proved them wrong. And the worst part, it's just nothing would ever go right. And the reason why, right, is because I had such a negative attitude towards myself because I believed what they were telling me, you know. The amount of times they'd call me worthless, you know. It got to the point where, you know, I believed their truth, you know, instead of believing in myself you know because I was I was downed a lot you know I'd go there and they would win every single time because you know I was what they made me out to be you know and I wanted to change that you know because I I didn't want I didn't want to take it anymore you know and I wanted to change change the outcome of that You know, and I felt the only way I could do that is by standing up for myself, both physically and mentally.
you know, and also too, because I was fortunate enough to have a loving family behind me who, you know, inspired me and taught me to keep moving forward under and under no circumstances do not stop basically, you know, and because of that, it created a momentum shift in my mind, you know, and I began to slowly develop a, a positive mindset. You know, because what I did was, you know, I got rid of all the shitty friends that I thought were my friends. You know, because that was also a big reason too, right, is, you know, I thought I had a good group of guys behind me when I was in school, but then I later found out that that wasn't the case. You know, like... They were good people, but they weren't on my level. You know, they never believed in me. And it's because, and the reason why is because they misjudged me. You know, to me, I was the dumb one in the group. Or no, to them, I was the dumb one in the group. Everything I touched would turn to shit. You know, and that was their mindset and their attitude towards me. You know, and, you know, after I found that out the hard way, you know, I had to come to the realization that, you know, there was a lot that, you know, I also had to change within myself. You know, because... You know, to this day, stuff like that still haunts me, but, you know, I made the leap myself, you know, because I wanted to rebuild myself from the ground up, right? And by doing that, I had to completely shed the skin of who I once was and evolve into a new me that's more perceptive, more understanding, more uh, humble, more grateful, and more positive. And when I did that, you know, things started to change a lot. Because because I was subjected to so much negativity in school by at that time, you know, everything around me became negative. You know, everything was always negative for me. You know, I was always thinking ne negative. I was talking negative. I was acting negative. You know, and it's because I can't. I became what they wanted me to be which was who they were. You know, worthless, unloved human beings that terrorize people through fear. What's the other word I'm looking for? Fuck, I had the other word, but it just rolled off my tongue. Shit. You know, so long story short, you know, like, you know, because these people felt like shit about themselves, you know, because they knew they would never amount to nothing. So they wanted to bring everybody down with them, right? And they almost did that to me. You know, they almost did. You know, but the flip, the, the script changed. 
you know, and I wanted to do better for myself, both physically and mentally. You know, I wanted to wake up in the morning with a more positive mindset, you know. And ever since I started doing that, you know, things started becoming a lot better. You know, but that's also because I started becoming more grateful for things. You know, like my coworker, more uh, at my old job, you know, one of my old coworkers, you know, gave me an acoustic guitar for free, even though I offered to pay him multiple times. You know, but out of the kindness of his heart, you know, he's seeing that I was somebody who was really passionate about music. You know, and to him, that was enough payment for him. You know, was to see somebody else who was as passionate about music as him. And that was enough for him. You know, and out of the kindness of his heart, he gave me the guitar for free. You know, which I'm extremely grateful for. You know. And then, just so many positive things were coming my way. You know, and the reason why is because I changed my mindset, you know. And I jumped out of the skin of who I once was and jumped into the boots of who I am now. You know. And I want to inspire people to do the same thing. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, nobody is worthless. And at the end of the day, you know, nobody's useless neither. You know, everyone has potential. It's just the only way you can recognize that potential is if you look deep in yourself and believe in yourself. Because you know, once you start believing in yourself and believe you're worth something and believe you'll amount to something. Right? Then you can cause the spread of influence to be so big that it's capable of moving the tectonic plates itself. <laughs> but, yeah. 43 minutes, okay. I'm going to end the, end the podcast right here. Uh, once again, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. You know, I also really appreciate uh, all the people who continue to watch the episodes. You know, mainly because, you know, you take precious time out of your day just to listen to what I have to say, you know, which makes me really grateful and thankful for, you know, the people who take the time to do that, you know. And also, I will keep uploading episodes as well. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. And remember... You know, anything's possible if you believe in yourself. Have a good night, everybody.